experts' opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Back underway then across the country at Ibrooks Cantwell's fine after receiving treatment before the break. One change for Kelly. Ryan Alabiosu off Jordan Jones on at 3-0 down. It's not what you want, is it? They are going for it to get back in. Uh, it's just been a horrendous afternoon for Derek McKinnis side. Haven't started, been punished by Rangers. And I've got to say, actually, Rangers have played some good mm-hmm. stuff. You know, to work themselves into those positions and then being clinical. It could be more, actually, than three. Concede at terrible times as well, mm. Gordon, early on, giving you nothing to hang on to. And then just before the break, turning it into a real heavy one at, at half time. Yeah, obviously, you go to Ibrox with a game plan, and most teams go there, especially Kilmarnock, to say, right, let's frustrate Rangers, let's try and make it nice and tight. But you lose a goal early, Rangers relax, playing good football, creating chances. It could be a long uh, 45 in the second half for Kelly. Yeah, Danny Armstrong's moved to right wing back for Kelly. Uh, early shot for Jordan Jones, parried by Alan McGregor for a Kilmarnock corner. Mm, there we go. There you go. Positive change. Mm, Why not? Flattering to deceive. What is? Early corners. Right. Come to nothing. <laughs> Unprofessional, Hugh. Yeah, absolutely. Second half By the way on that Apparently I read somewhere else The Bournemouth goal Was actually scored After 8 seconds By all accounts No That's even worse Oh is it right Okay There's a big difference Between 20 seconds And 8 seconds Uh, Let's do the teaser Hugh We'll give some Maximum time For this one The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online I have played alongside Romelu Lukaku and Russell Martin. I have been managed by Roy Hodgson and George Burley. I have played for eight clubs on two different continents. I have never made it further than the semi-finals of a domestic cup. So, played alongside Romelu Lukaku and Russell Martin. Managed by Roy Hodgson and George Burley. Played for eight clubs on two different continents and I have never made it further than the semi-final of a domestic cup. Who am I? Oh, I like it. At Clyde SSB, get thinking, please. At Clyde SSB, see what you can come up with. We've got a, a early, early shout. No. Oh. But close. Oh, I saw that glint in your eye Gordon. If that helps you. I saw the glint in his eye. Yeah, yeah he smiled there. Yeah. You were near. You've hit the crossbar. Not bad. Not you've bad. hit the bar. I mean, as close as a wrong answer can be on something like this. But Don't know what I... I'm not quite sure what that means. There's a Scotsman scoring down south, Ryan Hardy. Obviously listened to the halftime team talk at Plymouth. He's come right out the traps uh, a minute after the restart and scored for Plymouth against Charlton. So there we go. Ooh. Another one? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I Let was thinking. See. Yes, that's the one. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. What was that one? Show me, show me, show me. Supermarkets are available. No, getting no, worse. that's it. Getting worse. Okay, getting colder. Ooh, I wonder how Alex Ray is taking this. Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough three, Reading nil. It was only what, I don't know when the second one went in, but and they uh, might be screaming. Reading might be in for a six point deduction into the bargain. Why is that here? What has he done? Uh, not him. <laughs> <laughs> not him or Paul Inns, but the club uh, with regard to financial matters, let's say. Who might want their t shirts back? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's on the other day, actually. <laughs> Cutting about the house. Uh, penalty Ross County. Ooh. Uh, Fraser did say it was a good start mm. to the game, and the hosts looked most likely, well, they're going to have the chance. 
from the spot. Butcher pulled back Baldwin in the box. Oh. County will have the chance. A clear penalty, says Fraser Wishart. So that no butcher second penalty he's gave away. Did he give the one away at Wraith Rovers or am I being harsh on him? I think it did hit his hand, didn't it? I can't, it was a handball anyway. VAR is checking the penalty as as you would. Right, Fraser says it's a clear one. He says it's clear, absolutely. Yeah. So, hmm. Could be a, a sore one for Motherwell and a great time to go in front for Ross County. Remember, it's the relegation six pointer. Uh, you win that if you're Ross County, you go level with Motherwell. Mm. Um, take that white brophy? No, brophy will not take Motherwell, it. Motherwell are claiming there was an earlier foul. So again, this would come back to in that attacking phase of play. It would need to be when Ross County took the ball and sort of started attacking, as long as Motherwell didn't take control of it in between times. Um, it was from a corner, though, so that's going to be a minefield when you try and... Oh, trace it, um, trace it back. No, you don't need to trace it back that far. I just mean if there's a lot of bodies. Because the attacking phase of play begins when the corner's taken. This is where VR gets good for the opposing side that the penalty's been given against because remember there was just no hope it was just a penalty yeah. against you now you're thinking oh there might, might have been something before Oh hold on because Brophy's got the ball but Don Robertson is going to go and look at the screen Ooh. so maybe he has clocked something Gordon Dale you've got the teaser ah, yeah, put it there does. put it there well done. it's all me <laughs> well done get your suit ready for your big no. prize giving tonight I've gone with my DJ stuff on. Maybe get a wee gig. Uh, so yeah, Good Don shout. Robertson's going to look at that screen. So it'll be interesting to see if he does overturn his own decision. Oh, Middlesbrough four up on Alex Ray's Reading oh, now. By the way, so um, a bit of VAR oh, drama, Marv. if you can call it. That. Oh, Marvin's team talk. Obviously, hopeless. Queen of the South. We're two up. It's now two one. Gabriel McGill. Who are they playing for? Today? Airdrie. 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 No penalty at Dingwall. Oh. VAR has spotted something that Don Robertson went to take a look at. He agrees, and there will be no penalty for Ross County at this moment in time. Is Clearly this, the correct call. Is this the twist of fate? Can we now put the kettle on for a kettlewell? Motherwell goal. Yellow card for Butcher rescinded. Taken it, it, back. It goes to show you when things are going for you, they're going for you. No, it probably is the right decision. But so what's the problem? Uh, but under Stevie Hamill, <laughs> things just didn't seem to fall for him in that direction. Oh, by the way, make it look, every every team can do this, and I always say that. That's why I don't bring them up at the time, as or I do, but not for long. Um, but yeah, if you think think of the, the remember the penalty Mallow got against him at Livy for the Ricky Lamy handball. Oh, of course, mm. yeah, there, shocker. There's, there's been there's been a few very interesting ones. Yeah. And um, with Stuart Kettlewell just now, everything's just aligning in a yeah. positive manner. We'll see Hibs have missed a sitter as they looked to try and put that game a bit beyond uh, Livy. 2-1 up at the moment. It's a training exercise for Rangers, Gordon, is it not? Most yeah, but to be fair, Kamarnock have pushed up the pitch in the second half more than they did in the first. But um, when you do that and you start to try and go for a... It's a very open game, Hugh, and Aww. I would expect Rangers to to cut open Kamarnock... Um, mm. More than once or twice in the second half. Remember before the break, we said that it was you know it's the start of the the small sided games again for the youngsters, mm, yeah. and, and we tied it in because you're going out tonight to present the medals to Cambus Nathan Talbots, right? And you're going to wear your Rose suit. After um, and we're um, wondering who else who else remembers a famous footballer or not so famous footballer as the case may be turning up at their at their uh, 
Awards night Stevie's got a cracker He says Billy McNeil handed out the prizes At my son's award night About nine years ago And he brought the big cup along Stayed for hours Talking to parents and coaches On a freezing night In East Kilbride The man was a class above Says Stevie I like that one You're not going to beat that no. <laughs> no. You can just Close the competition now um, I'll, had be some other ones, I'll be I'll be staying back To speak to some of the parents Um Well <laughs> Jamesy says I remember Tommy Burns and Tom Boyd Turned up at Loretto To hand out awards I had to tell my old boy Nobody came Or he would have made me Dump the medal He's on Twitter So this is the first time That he'll find out Oh dear <laughs> The rivalry runs deep <laughs> um, Partick Thistle 2 Wraith Rovers nil. Someone mm. called that The Gordon DL Derby The other night Remarkable To be um, fair to Chris Doolan Chris Doolan era, well. yeah. He's going very well I mean I would have to categorise His appointment As a surprise Because he got no managerial experience to speak of but it's all coming good Ooh, good chance Kelly maybe better than good chance you know Ash Taylor slides in at the back post and can only hit the side netting that might even be a sitter you know No. yeah it looked, it looked a possibility he's hurt himself and yeah he's hurt himself um, but it's a good good play for command command up down the the right hand. So I think they've got to do better. Comes there. up a bit quickly. But Could, uh, uh, McGregor gets a touch on it. Does he just put it put the Ash Taylor off for oh, that touch? Livy red card. That could be that one. Really slipping away. They had just missed a good chance as well from Nicky Devlin. But now Jack Fitzwater has been sent off. Uh, he trips, hop as he goes through, and I just wonder. I mean, if it's a straight red, obviously VAR can take a look. Um, so we'll, we'll find out But at the moment Livy down to 10 men Well it's all going uh, Hibs way One way or another uh, As I say They need that kind of boost VAR checking it They're claiming that Boys uh, Was covering Oh Marvin back in front oh, uh, Stretching his lead again Sorry 3-1 three three Um a bit like Hamilton last night oh. you know, Is there a player covering Is it a clear and obvious Goal scoring opportunity I thought the one Last night was never A red card I see. I thought it was mm. dished out very quickly as well. The red card. Um, what about Dick Campbell though? Yeah. Did you see him yeah. berating <laughs> the match officials? Sent to the stand. He's then pictured in the stands, flashing a uh, single fingered yeah. gesture towards someone elsewhere in the the stadium. And remarkable. What this is that? what old boys do. I've just done rage against the machine, and he's just done rage against the crowd. <laughs> so that's what old boys get up to. Uh, Character Is that not the word They always use Character Yeah, yeah. character And when the guy they, that you Tweeted that. about as well Character Two oh, pairs of specs Glasses on That's right Two specs Be prepared I don't they, mind they that They call you a character Casey needs to read a book Halfway what, through What they really mean is Halfwit uh, Obelai is getting ready um, Fitzwater's still not off the pitch He's hoping for Some sort of reprieve From VAR It's still being checked So Livy Are hoping uh, To get a let off Just like Motherwell did A few moments ago I was also at Panic at the Disco last night as well. Sorry. What's that, you? They're a, they're a band. And you were... What? Right, quickly, because this is a touch more important. The red card stands. Olivia down to ten. We were at the Hydro last night. And you were there? You were at the Hydro? To drop at my Panic at the Disco? To, to drop my granddaughter. All oh, right, you had me... I, I, honestly, the thought of it... I mean, you won't even have heard of them, will you? No, I don't but know who that, that is. Just the thought of you kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And what so did you, you think of the crowd... Going in I thought All very young. well dressed I thought they all, they all looked like Vagrants to me <laughs> <laughs> You did say you were An old boy A minute or two ago Including so my granddaughter uh, Well they're, The thought of it uh, they, they dress down To go out now well, We used to dress up 
Exactly, Huey. You always used to be smart with Like you yeah. tonight, suit yeah, on. Be smart. No, I can't no, be no, 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 I can't be turning up with a suit. You can. Of course. At a certain age. What do you mean by that? Well, if you wear anything else, it's going to look odd. A nice smart pair of trousers and... You know, oh, there's a good uh, one as well. Sean, Sean McLaughlin <laughs> says George Alberts gave the prizes when I played for Westerton United under 17. So starstruck was my manager, he wouldn't call him anything but the hammer. He <laughs> forgot to give out the main prize of the night, my players' player of the year trophy. Us goalies never get the credit, mm. says Sean. That was the best one to get the players' player, player of, the of the year, wasn't it? Like you knew. I always get the top goals for you. The top goalscorer, did always. You? Yeah, nobody beat me. Selfish. We're having that though. What does that say about the team if the goalie's getting the players' player of the yeah, year? Yeah, I was thinking. Are they, are they too open? Are they giving them too many moments in the nah, limelight? Nah. Sorry, Sean. You're right. You don't get the credit. Um, but some some big names turning up at prize giving, and just think in 15 years' time nah. when my successor, whoever he or she may be, asks the same question, someone will go, "I remember. I was seven at Cambus Neth and Talbot, and some old geezer in a suit, <laughs> an ill-fitting suit called Gordon Dale, came <laughs> to present Spoken as creepy voice. on Clyde One. Oh, could be a big swing in the English yeah, Premier League today. Yeah. Arsenal are two 0 down at home now to Bournemouth incredible dear me um, this is all good good fun but actually on a serious point to this I don't get on my high horse about much um, on this show but you see when I got the message from Paul who actually works at the Scottish FA and he was talking about you know the young kids they're starting their, their, their games again today and how exciting that is and how it should be exciting for everyone I don't know if you know this but the sort of the the mission, if you like, from the Scottish FA or the campaign, the mission statement is let them play. You know, they're six, they're seven, yeah. they're eight, they're nine, ten years old. Just, just go and let them play. Go and let them have fun. And it seems like such an important message, doesn't it? Yes. And I must admit, I, w- I was shocked because I don't get an insight to this. I've got a two-year-old daughter. We're not at that stage yet. I was watching an adult's amateur game last weekend. Mm-hmm. But on the pitch behind was, honestly, they must have been 11 tops. Must have been. Right, my guess would have been the first sort of entry into eleven aside football. So I think that happens around the high school age, doesn't it? And genuinely came away a bit sad, a bit genuinely sad. Like I kept thinking about it afterwards, at the way the coaches were speaking to the players, about the way the coaches were speaking to the opposition coaches, about the way the coaches and the parents were speaking to the referee, who was also a teenager. And I thought, wow, that, that is depressing. Yes. There's just no need for it whatsoever. Because there, there can't be a justification for that. You know, there is no other side to this. You can't, you'll never convince me that that's okay or that's no. healthy. You're so totally right. Play. Yeah. Take a step back. Don't, don't live out your but, football uh, fantasy through your is, children. That is the problem. People are unable to detach themselves from it. They think that watching their kids is like watching the team they support as adults as paid professionals and it couldn't be as far removed as Jane, possible it made me really sad last yeah. week honestly I thought at one point see when they were getting on to the the ref was a kid and they were oh, talking getting on to him and I was like oh this is getting a bit uncomfortable but we've got one of these at Ibrooks. Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements and it's a goal for Kilmarnock Dorset heads in from a corner Is it a consolation? Is it the start of the unlikeliest comeback? You have to start somewhere Derek McInnes will certainly be pleased This second half's been much better than the first It's a ball uh, into the box It's headed back across 
and then Dorset steals in in front of Alan McGregor to head home Conor Goldson felt he was being climbed upon um, but I think the goal does stand and it's 3-1 to Rangers so fair play to Kelly Hugh because yeah. you yeah, could have yeah. absolutely folded at that absolutely. point and I did say to Gordon earlier on it looks like a training session but he rightly said that they were starting to move in a forward going direction uh, it's Rangers have better be careful I don't mean that the result will be in doubt it won't but the fans will, will know a lackadaisical display when they see it so I think Rangers now have to crank it up once again all credit to you come on yeah. up um, they've really been better in the second half obviously Derek tweaking one or two things but if your Rangers are set play uh, McGregor mm-hmm. doesn't you know do very well at the corner no. he's got to do better uh, for the goalkeeper but look they deserve it because I think they've been very positive I mean, broadly half. speaking Rangers have been slow in the first half under Michael Beal is that fair and then yeah. and then you know then improved um, I don't know if this will be an, a complete turnaround or the opposite effect but first half cruising three could have been anything you know much better much more speed and fluency in midfield they've not really got going second half uh, and Kilmarnock have pulled one back yeah, I was going to say that Gordon's been the opposite this afternoon because there was some impressive stuff played, lots of movement, Cantwell looked lively, Jack looked like he was controlling the game in the midfield, you had Kent running past people and it has went a wee bit backwards in the second half, but like Derek McInnes made the change and it was a positive one right through the off. I just need to watch what they're doing here, Rangers. Fans there are obviously desperate for a fourth goal and that would just kill the game, but... We caught the other end, Kelly gets one, then it becomes a different environment to play in. Yeah, 3-1 to Rangers at the moment, so still definitely in the comfortable category, but the next goal will uh, tell us quite a lot about how the, the mood will be towards the end of the game, so we will find out. Graham R says, two separate awards nights when I was a young goalie playing for Armadale. What's a goalie he's getting in touch? Mm. Scott Arfield and Tam Scobie, and the other Jamie McDonald, the Hearts goalie, turned up with Gary Glay, and I won Players Player both occasions. I cannot be having all goalie. these goalies winning Players Player of the no. Year. I think that's the ultimate sympathy vote. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. like the striker gets a player of the year, Boogie. Incredible. Aye, these guys away. are just some top shot stoppers that are getting in touch with us. Nobody else wanted to play in goals. <laughs> Aye, they needed a goal, Aye, or the so team I, would fold. So, so no, there you go. You take the player <laughs> a year. Aye. Cynical, so cynical. Arsenal have pulled one back. Incidentally, Thomas Party sixty-two on the clock. Arsenal one, Bournemouth two. I bet they win three-two. Oh right We've got a big goal In Livingston Which way has it gone though? Let's find out Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements And the numerical Disadvantage Has hampered Livy It's 3-1 to Hibs And it's Chris Cadden With the goal Now looking comfortable Livy down to 10 men Hibs with a 2 goal cushion And we've got another one of these At Tynecastle as well Is it an equaliser? Have Hearts stretched their lead? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. 2 0, Josh Janelli again, and looking much more comfortable for Hearts. Cochran to Mackay, cross goal, tap in. Harsh on St Johnston by all accounts, but not a complaint to be had from Robbie Nielsen because he's now 2 0 to the good and uh, Hibs 3 1 to the good. I am so looking forward to two games between Celtic and Hearts in two different competitions over the space of four days it has the potential to be truly explosive stuff Celtic Park Wednesday night Hearts who will bring uh, big support 
and that the Celtic fans love a Celtic Hearts game. Mm. And then I think Michael Beale will be rooting for Hearts against Celtic at Tynecastle in the Scottish Cup because Rangers need to get the Scottish Cup, they need to win mm. a trophy, and you know he would rather Celtic were no longer in the tournament. James Tavernier's played a really slack pass 30 yards from the Kilmarnock goal and there's a big groan right around Ibrox oh, I'm well familiar with so that you've, uh, you've I used to be a specialist in that <laughs> pass not inside for, give it away not fit to be the captain we'll get that tonight that's the usual um, for that Livy goal uh, Hibs goal sorry it probably goes down as a Stefan Omionga own goal I think it was deflected in um, by him it looked like Cadham's kind of trying to cross for Yuan but deflected in uh, so we, we gave Cadden a moment of credit We're taking it away Giving it to Omionga um, Cadden, oh. former Motherwell man And speaking of Motherwell They've made the first change They've rolled the dice Dean Cornelius on Sean Goss off So just a midfield change mm. Same position Maybe a, a touch more energy um, But we'll see how that one pans out Stirling Albion 3 Albion Rovers 2 Paul McLean putting Stirling back in front Great game that Kelty nil FC Edinburgh 2 Kyle Jacobs and um, it's getting lively I'll tell you what oh, Heavy driving rain in Dingwall Fraser says Bodes well for the drive home <laughs> The nicest days of the year When we walked sorry. in here Sorry Fraser Absolutely lovely here um, Right Hugh I think what we should maybe do Is check in on that second okay. Half teaser Get some wrong answers out the way Help people along So I have played alongside Romelu Lukaku And Russell Martin I've been managed by Roy Hodgson And George Burley I have played for eight clubs on two different continents and I have never made it further than the semi-finals of a domestic cup. Who am I? Matty McHattie says, is it Stephen Naismith? No. A few people are saying Stephen Naismith, you know. Interesting. Stephen Naismith played in the League Cup final one for Rangers yeah. for a start. Yeah. Um, we've got Lee who says, is it Robert Snodgrass? Snoddy, no. That's the one you guys yeah, went for as well, isn't well, it? Well, Matt went for that. I went for someone yeah. different. At Clyde SSB. That is where you send your guesses, please. So have a look at the question if you need it written down. If you need to see it written down, that's where you'll find it. And that's where you tweet your answers. Billy the Celt says, Tommy Burns gave out the medals and trophies when I played as a child around 89. And he was genuinely interested. Legend. R.I.P. says Billy Tommy the Celt. Tommy was in, yep. interested in everyone, Tommy, wasn't yep. he? Was Okay. Paul Paul Kinnaird was another one that dished out my Paul Ke- <laughs> no, I'll just I'll just Google Paul Kinnaird. He I had twenty four clubs. I signed Paul Kinnaird. That I knew you would have signed him. I said he was Paul one Kinnaird. that sticks my I've got a photo. He he's the only Me guy kneeling down. He's the only guy, true story, we play Rangers in the Cup at Somerset and he gets man of the match. Terrific player at times, Paul. Get man of the match. And I was in the dressing room after it and I'm looking about, I can't see him. He was standing outside the front door with a bike that he received oh, for Man of right, the Match and selling it to, to <laughs> <end> it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was selling the bike outside the was dr- he? strip on What oh, a businessman. Oh, brilliant. You know, like for a while, handball was in fashion for VAR. It oh. seems like this weekend it's dogzo, as the referees call it, denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity because we had one at Hamilton last night. We spoke about Livy. In Dingwall, Jack Baldwin has been yellow carded, but now Don Robertson's gone to look at the screen to see if it should be a red card for denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity or dogzo, as the the phrase goes. Dogs. So if he's gone to the screen again, like he did with the penalty, we're all we're all well versed from yeah. every league in the world. You know that that tends to mean 
um, the decision is going to be changed. Not always, though. Not always, but more often than not. So Fraser Wishart will keep us uh, up to speed there. Could be a big moment, and it is. It's a red card for Jack Baldwin. So VAR playing a big part in that game. Ross County had a penalty, and it got taken away. Their skipper had a yellow card, and it got turned into a red. So they're down to ten men. Numerical advantage, Motherwell. Mm. But my goodness, Tynecastle and at home to Kilmarnock, Motherwell have messed up against ten men a few times this season. This is a different Motherwell side. They're playing with a bit of confidence. They've picked up seven out of the last nine points. I think this is a great opportunity to add to that and. If they get three points today, I don't think they're in any way going to be dragged into a relegation battle. It's 50-50 for Fraser. He says Yakaviti maybe... Well, he says Yakaviti covering, but also says it was 50-50, so I don't know. We'll have another look at it later. Uh, Dunfermline 2, Alloa 0, Kevin O'Hara, Annan 2, Stenhouse Muir 2, Matt Yates. Is this where... Do you need to be really Is there an opportunity to be really brave now if you're Stuart Kettlewell? Do something different right now. Whatever it may be I mean I know they've got Van Veen and Abika on anyway But Do you go and do something To, mm. to really try and, and Take advantage of it I think Motherwell fans Will learn a lot From Stuart Keltwell And he's closing What is it 20 minutes Yeah If he's brave And thinks My squad's mm. good enough To make Use of the man advantage What, what, See, what, before what could the you do though Because like I say If Abika and Van Veen Are already on anyway Yeah um, Well I, I would If I was him uh, I think this is what we'll do We'll leave it for a few minutes To see where the balance of the yeah, game is Or Watson, where you can exploit um, Keith Watson's come on for Guion Edwards To obviously shore it up a bit yeah. For Ross County So uh, if Ross County are obviously You know If they've not got two up anymore Then obviously you can Withdraw one of your defenders mm-hmm. If you like And put someone more attacking So it'll be interesting Next couple of minutes He'll assess it And then see what he needs Or Before the game I was going to say He may have looked at this fixture And went a point Again, away from home, back no, to he's back got away to, games. He's got, he's got, he's got a, a great opportunity to uh, capitalise on that matter. I think you've got to be brave, get an attacking player on. Somebody a bit of width, a bit of pace, maybe get in behind. Straight. Mm. Stevie Hamill did take a lot of criticism, didn't he, when uh, it was at Kilmarnock game? Mm-hmm. And he didn't change anything until the 83rd minute, 84th minute, and Derek McInnes made all his subs by then. And that. That stuck with them Because a lot of callers That phoned the show Kept referring back to that Hearts are showboating They're bringing on Andy Halliday To try and add to their 2-0 advantage Speaking of Clyde 1 Super scoreboard pundits Marvin Bartley is now Leading Airdrie 3-2 Classic That's going to be nervy It's what the fans want to see Open football He's an entertainer Um, The big game down south At the top Arsenal 2 Bournemouth 2 Hugh you called it Well you partly called it Nicholas Raskin's gone off For John Lundstrom So another key Period of, of game time in his legs Is that be the way to look at it? I think by all accounts so, yeah. an impressive first half performance Amazing how the, the game shifted though in the second half A lot more open, Kilmarnock more adventurous going forward They had an opportunity there, it was flashed across the face Dodge, just almost getting the end there so. We'll be able to take a, a temperature check of the Rangers fans at 5 o'clock When they dial 951-1025 Because those who have been there our eyewitnesses will tell us whether it was so-so, a little bit better than that, not what they expected. You know, it, it, it's first half okay. You get penalty. Uh, Goldson gets his goal. Sakala. First half was better than okay, though, wasn't it? In terms of job done, you know, because mm. it was done convincingly, wasn't it? First half, yes. Kilmarnock uh, were never in it, but 
it, it's just drifting along this game, you know, as far as Rangers are concerned. Yeah, certainly is now. Um, what else? Long range strike from Cholak saved there uh, by Walker in the Kilmarnock goal. They made the change as well, actually. Danny Armstrong took a bit of a knock. He's replaced by Fraser Murray. Um, so Kilmarnock making changes as well. Hearts making a f- couple. Andy Halliday is on uh, for Alex Cochran. And Keel has come on for one of the wrong answers on today's teaser. Robert Snodgrass well Rangers getting the job done but is it being done to the satisfaction of the support that's what uh, I'll look forward to hearing at 5 o'clock and uh, with regard to the rest Stuart Kettlewell I mean if he comes away from Dingwall I don't care whether it's 10 v 11 if he comes away from Dingwall with a point he'll look at that as a satisfactory day for him yeah, I would agree with that. When he looks at the the games where he was put in interim charge to now, he looked at it as a block when he then got the job and how many points he could have taken out of that. If it's a point, no disaster. I get I get used as Motherwell fans want to go ahead and win that game, but I think a terrific a, job he's done. Yeah, but I still think it's a great opportunity if you're against ten men to go and really get the three points. Um, yeah, I think 11 v 11, you'd be quite happy leaving Dingwall with another point. But if you're mother rolling out, you want three. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And we've got another goal for Hearts. It's Hearts 3, St Johnston 0, and it's a Hearts midfielder with a slightly receding hairline. It's oh. George Grant has got the third. Uh, Andy's is fine. Of what course, Andy's is, is fine. Sorry, I forgot about uh, that. It's George Grant, right. Goal and Dingwall. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it's a goal for Kevin Van Veen, Ross County nil, Motherwell won the sending off. Maybe the moment that did swing it in Motherwell's favour. We said, will they go for it? Can they get the victory against 10 men? Blair Spittle, one of the players revitalised under Stuart Kettlewell, former Ross County player, his cross, Van Veen could not miss. And he has headed home from six yards to make it Ross County nil. Motherwell one. Well, I said get a bit of width into the side, get balls in, and get your centre forwards on the the end of them. I, I I'm pleased because I think when you get that advantage, then you've got to take it, and uh, Motherwell certainly have, and um, that would be a great three points. Look at the table now. Look, look where Motherwell if it stays like that. Find can't, themselves. Can't look. Can't bear to St. look. St. Johnson losing, obviously. So a point behind St. Johnson. And then just a couple of weeks ago, a 12th league goal of the season for Kevin Van Veen as well. It's That's not, a good it's return. Not a bad return at all, is it? I mean, it's the same as James Tavernier. Um, it's one more than, than Cholak unless he scores now. It's two more than Duke. It's a couple more than Morelos. And, you know, so he's. He's never going to be everyone's cup of tea. And he, he doesn't perform all the time, Mark, but. If you're just talking about a goal return at a club that's struggling down the league, yeah. that's a that's a good return. It is, and he's been a great signing. Remember last year, I thought he would. I, I I thought he would be off in the summer just because the impact he made. I think this season, I thought performance levels he's maybe went backwards, and his mobility I thought would be an issue for Motherwell. But he's playing with a strike partner now. He's playing with an out and out forward, and people getting in the box to support him. Plenty of supply in the wide areas And he's, he's benefiting Barry Robson The interim manager at Aberdeen Was saying this morning In the newspapers That he doesn't believe In new manager bounce He's uh, saying Show me the stats That prove it's true 
so you know whoever wants to look up those stats is very welcome but it is true in the case of Stuart Kettlewell because this is his fourth game in charge and he hasn't lost any of them and that is the kind of bounce that bounced him into the job because when Stevie Hamill was got rid of the night of the defeat against Wraith Rovers things looked bleak for Motherwell and Stuart Kettlewell has turned it all around so in his case the new manager bounce is accurate an 18 year old debutant uh, certainly a premiership debut for David Watson of Kilmarnock Alan Power's gone off the 18 year olds come on immediately fills fashion Sakala and probably should have been booked but nevertheless there's that, that wee bit of adrenaline yeah when you go on yeah uh, especially for an 18 year old days going on when at, you were um, excited going on yeah and you're a young boy you just want on the pitch you want to get a good first touch um, delighted that Derek's given the youth a bit of chance at Kilmarnock uh, Obelai is off injured did he not he came on did he not For did he come on when Jack Fitzwater got sent off I think he might have I'll double check anyway uh, De Lucas has come on long delay yes he did he just came on when Jack Fitzwater oh. got sent off Obelai and now he's gone off as well so not ideal not a good period for Livy is it at the minute go back to that cup defeat from Inverness and then a few results after that and then followed up by today no not no, for David Martindale not often mm. David Martindale gets it wrong but he said prior to the match and Gordon played the clip uh, Hibs at Easter Road are different from Hibs at Livingston well no not really because they've, they've just beaten you bad day for we angry oh, baldy men uh, everywhere because Alex Ray's Reading are losing 5-0 at yeah. Middlesbrough it, this will not if it goes to this 6 this will not be taken well. Six. well Andy Haldy can't be on a Monday night so just tell him to get his stuff ready this will not be <laughs> taken well um, it means I'll also get a lift home <laughs> uh, oh by the way we said they needed a result Air 1 Inverness 2 we said they needed a result yeah, earlier what a turn around that is around, sorry. Uh, Gregor Buchanan's also added a second for Dumbarton um, very tight at the top of League 2 um, but I think Stirling Albion are back in front aren't they I think so uh, yeah. 3 2 a classic there 2 games um, in hand though and who's Stirling I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they've got two games in hand. Yeah, going yeah. In, it stays. It's a five point gap, but Stirling yeah. have got two games in hand, and I believe they play each other Wednesday this, night. This midweek, I think. I can't remember. It's a midweek coming up soon. Um, anything else to tell you about? Just no, not quite. Just one more reminder at the moment of the teaser, please, Hugh. I have played alongside Romelu Lukaku and Russell Martin. I have been managed by Roy Hodgson and George Burley. I've played for eight clubs on two different continents, but I've never made it further than the semi-finals of a domestic cup. Um, the real Stevie says Matty Kennedy. No. Uh, another shout coming in for James Morrison. No. Okay. Interesting. Well, keep, I guess I guess Morrison as well. Keep your guesses mm-hmm. coming. Um, Falkirk three, Peterhead nil. Craig McGuffey wrapping up the points there. Surely Janelli off to a standing <coughs> ovation. <coughs> On his return, uh, getting two goals for Hearts and Morelos ready to come on for Rangers. Well, interesting. Will he go with the two up top? You just wonder. No goal for Cholak today. Um, I'm sure he would have been desperate to get back in. He's actually not started many league games um, recently, Antonio Cholak. This is his first start in the league since the 8th of January. Remember, Rangers won 2 0 at Tanadice. He got hooked at half time that day. And it was goalless at half time. He got hooked. And I don't think he's started a a league game since unless I'm mistaken just doesn't seem Michael Beale's cup of tea 
Cholak, mm. when you look at that record, the amount he's played, the big games as well, no, he's not played either. And he, he started so promising as well. And you think his performances going back to like Tyne Castle and things like that. There's some of the finishes. Is it the age old debate, if you like, about strikers like him? I'm not saying he does nothing else, or I wouldn't be that disrespectful. But if if it's a game where he doesn't score, mm. then you obviously need to bring a lot more to the party to to turn that into a, a, a an overall memorable good, performance. Memorable yeah. performance. You know, you talk about. Um, for people who are into that sort of thing He's XG or whatever At the start of the season He was deadly You know He was just almost like Converting every chance that he got Yeah And if that dries up Because it will Inevitably That's why That's what the stat tells you It's hard to keep up That strike rate If that stops And then You're maybe going to be judged A bit more for what else you do To of be course, fair yeah. He looked alright The first half looked good And he did it He set up one of the goals Yeah He set up uh, Sakala's and it's Sakala that's off for Morelos. Yeah. And just before, Cholak almost scored. Header saved by the legs of Sam Walker. So, Sakala off, Morelos on. Well, but I was I was saying that I was very interested to see Michael Beale would have went with the two up top. I know a lot of Rangers fans have been crying out for it. It's an ideal opportunity. You're right, Gordon, as a centre-forward, if, you if you're not scoring and you're one of these box centre-forwards, and I know what I'm talking about, because I made a career out of it. Right, okay. Um, you almost got through the show without a comment like that. No, no, no. It's a bit of criticism for myself. All oh, right, that's all you did. Yeah, <laughs> all, all right, I did you, was score you. goals. What criticism? But if I wasn't scoring, I wasn't contributing. That's what I'm trying we to get. Need to see if the if the net gets cast far and wide for the goal of the week on Monday night because that Craig McGuffey goal that I told you about oh. from Falkirk from the halfway line apparently. So we'll need to get a look at that oh. Unprofessional goalkeeper mm. um, this, is, this is something I mentioned a couple of weeks ago Because when I went to work at Rangers Ross County we, we, we keep obsessing over Will Michael Beale play two up front And what people really mean Is will he play Cholak and Morelos Because mm. see that day against Ross County For all intents and purposes It was Morelos and Sakala up front oh. And the same today by all accounts Andrew McLean's just brought it to my attention that really Sakala and Cholak have played up front mostly together, yeah. with Sakala sometimes drifting right. So maybe we need to start being honest. When we talk about two up front for Rangers, do you mean Morelos and Cholak? Yeah, yeah. I think the modern game now, that isn't unusual. The in possession, you know, you, you form a different formation than out of possession. So uh, Rangers in possession, Sakala very close to Cholak today, means it's two up front. And, you know, maybe out of possession, he'll then fill mm. in a wider position. And people will then say, oh, no, look, it's a three. It, formations are very fluid these days. I have to assume that Craig McGuffey's most recent goal was closer than the halfway line. He scored again, Falkirk 4, Peterhead 0. At Queen's Park. That could be a big big goal, that. George Oakley, were Queen's Park 2-0 up? 2-0 up. Yeah. Morton mm. are level. Queen's Park 2, Morton 2, George Oakley on 81 minutes. That could shake things up in the Championship title race. Great league. That is a great league. Yes, you there? look at Partick that I, you know, a few weeks ago I'm thinking they're well out of it, but the one today followed up, you know, falling on for midweek against Dundee. Queen's Park slip up, air slipping up. It's Partick could get into third. It's up, up for grabs. Yeah, could get into third place. Mm. Joint second, 43 points. Blair Malcolm of Albion Rovers has been sent off for foul and abusive language. 
couldn't possibly condone that um, Motherwell's efforts to shore things up have come in the form of Ricky Lamy on on his return from injury Callum Slattery off and Callum Butcher into midfield well the, there was a Scottish uh, assistant referee who was guilty of abusive language in Parliament <laughs> the other day I noticed that yeah. and, and he didn't get a yellow card and there was no VAR didn't, what did he get it was a slap in the wrists was it a, a reminder yes. of using industrial <laughs> you language you can't swear in Parliament Apparently not Yeah yeah. Probably shouldn't know that He said Do you think you're on Super Scoreboard? <laughs> there is no bleep function Available uh, Right we're definitely in late drama territory I think David feels in for a late night Because oh. Every time he gets in touch Somebody's injured Somebody's uh, And in fact Omionga's gone off injured Which means Livy are down to nine men Wow um, And did it go in off him to go as well So Yeah no, yep. Not good afternoon No absolutely not no, disastrous period so. for Livy this yeah, you know, they've been so good throughout the season big results but no nah. you know speaking of uh, you know speaking of famous football chancers who are places that they shouldn't be like you tonight probably <laughs> you'll see my tenuous link here in a minute another famous football chancer that you think well, what's he doing there mm. do you know Infantino the head of FIFA is at Millwall Norwich today Oh. I did see that But why? I don't know why <laughs> I thought you I. were going to tell no, us why What reason could there possibly be Well I'll tell you what He'll be Better off for it That's my guarantee <laughs> The Millwall fans are A lively bunch and I played a game down there for Bristol One of my only games for Bristol mm. City And it was Eye opening Yeah Millwall have just scored Which just reminded me um, Producer Michael tells me He's at IFAB meetings in London Which doesn't answer the question the way you think it does, producer Michael, because yeah. there must have been Arsenal other games in London they could have taken in at home. rather than than Millwall Norwich. Is he trying to say he's a man he's of a the people? Man. Yeah, the world. yeah. Mm, I'm sure he is. You'd be, you'd do the same, wouldn't you? If you had the choice at Arsenal at the end, which is funny Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, did he not spend the autumn into winter proving that he's the furthest thing from a man of the people that you could ever imagine? I know, but you remember his speech exactly. So <laughs> that to, was my point. So today he'll be saying, "Today I am a Millwall casual." <laughs> 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 uh, get the badge in, Johnny, if you're listening. Uh, anyway, that's the most we've ever spent talking about a Millwall Norwich game. <laughs> Um, I think we'll move on Get back to our bread and butter Rangers 3-1 up against Kilmarnock Fair play to Kelly They could have properly folded Rangers may have played a part in that By falling off of it um, It looks like they'll just move on Towards a routine Good first uh, half uh, If unspectacular second And that's the word Gordon Routine When the manager spoke During the week He spoke about This team needs oxygen And Based on mm-hmm. today's display I get what he's talking about this team go about their business in a routine fashion, but not not a startling yeah. fashion, not as uh, the kind of football that mm-hmm. gets you up. And uh, as I say, I'll be interested in the fans who were there giving us their eyewitness account. To be maybe some, though, Gordon will acknowledge that it's going to be a one step at a time process. Mm-hmm. Win at home, never in any danger whatsoever. Score three goals, have the game put to bed by half time. That would be your positives, and there's always room for improvement. I don't think anyone expected for six days later Rangers to become a picture of perfection all of a sudden no I, I think he'll be I think they'll be they there. have the ball in the net by the way flag goes up Ryan Jack uh, Cholak's pass to him oh hoo, hoo, hoo. we did see the second goal at Dingwall could change everything which way has it gone goal 
flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. And it's Kevin Van Veen again, and it's Motherwell again. Ross County nil, Motherwell two. Van Veen with a double. He got a hat trick at Dingwall earlier in the season. He'd probably never heard of Dingwall before he came to Fir Park, but he absolutely loves it now. It was a Johnston shot deflected to Van Veen. Another six-yard finish. And Motherwell look home and hosed. Barry Robson may doubt the existence of the manager bounce, but it exists in the case of Motherwell and Stuart Kettlewell because it's four games, uh, I think 10 points from those four games. Yep. And that for me is a transformation. That, that has saved Motherwell's season. It's for others now, including Malky Mackay in Ross County, Derek McInnes, Kilmarnock. Uh, it's for them to worry now But I think Motherwell Have made the right decision To change the manager And brought in the right guy Well certainly the results so far Have shown that With the same squad of players um, It'll be delighted As I say Difficult fixtures 10 points out of 12 It'll be absolutely over the moon I'm just glad that They were brave enough When it went down to 11 v 10 to go for a game, to go for the three points. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, probably at the start of three o'clock, you come out of there with a point, you'd be quite mm-hmm. happy coming down the road, four, but three points are better. Four minutes added at Ibrooks and a significant substitution because John Souter is going to come on along play, alongside Scott Harfield and Yanis Hadji. Um, but clearly it's the appearance of Souter which is the most significant one. Mark Wilson hasn't yeah. played a single minute for Rangers since the opening day of the season he has epitomised Rangers injury problems of course it's a nightmare for him personally in fact it's the latest nightmare for him personally 217 days out of action and he returns this afternoon tough for everyone but none more so than John Sewer because I get fans are frustrated and they want to see signings play and there was so much expectation about Sewer but believe me Sewer would have felt it more than anybody so that's good news for him that he's back and hopefully he can steer clear (laughs) injury When you're in Dingwall and you think, right, I've had a good day at my work, just get me back down the road. What's happened? Nine minutes added on. For Fraser. Nine. I take it back when I said Motherwell were home and hosed. Nine minutes added. Zach Ruddens had the post for St Johnston. They're a 10 man team like Ross County. Need another nine minutes to get even more tired. Long VAR checks. Angry face emoji Says Fraser Wisher He hates the VAR checks Doesn't he <laughs> It's going to wear him down By the end of the season well, At least he got a couple of goals At least, at least he got action he's, yeah. a, listen, he's a Motherwell legend I thought uh-huh. he'd have been delighted With the outcome Exactly um, That's his team he's he's that guy, yeah. honestly. Fraser should be manning the barricades He should be saying V-A-R O-U-T <laughs> Brighton 4 Hugh West Ham 0 oh, Will you be torn though I mean Brighton put a bit Brighton of pressure On West Ham David Moyes well, you see, you have to look after your family And they're season ticket holders So Moisey's got plenty of money oh, Speaking of managerial greats Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South have beaten Airdrie 3-2 Great result. result, well done that. Marvin yeah, Very good Well done, I'm sure we'll, we'll never hear, hear all, the end of all it. about it Midweek, whenever he may appear uh, Four minutes added at Hearts Cantwell, Cholak, Davies off Arfield is on Hadji is on so is John Souter 217 days out injured Hadji's a big one as well for Rangers because yeah. we've we seen him a couple of weeks ago and then he disappeared uh, again maybe just taking his time but 
When you talk about creativity and moving things quick and being fluid, Hadji certainly ticks a lot of those boxes. Rangers have missed him. Filled that right-hand side for a long time for Rangers now. He's not an out-and-out winger, but certainly a creative force that Beal can be doing with rather than without. Eight added at Livingston, so David Field's got off lightly. He's fine. He'll be up the road in no time. It's getting into World Cup territory. Yeah. he stop as he's added on time Livy sounds a bit more old fashioned they did have their VAR checks but just a couple of really bad injuries I think um, the, the main driver at Livy full time whistle starting to go dramatic winner for Stenhouse Muir Annan Ross Forbes we settled uh, the tease of in it in the 91st minute yeah why oh, not go Hugh Keevans go on then the second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Romelu Lukaku and Russell Martin. I have been managed by Roy Hodgson and George Burley. I have played for eight clubs on two different continents and I've never made it further than the semi-finals of a domestic cup. Who am I? Graham Dorans. Graham Dorans, well done if you got that right. Nizzy certainly did, but he was third fastest. Michael Smith was in second place and Magic Matondo... (laughs) Is the winner First place Fastest in On the second half teaser Well done to the three of you Well done everyone else Who got it And thank you for listening And playing along as well Falkirk have got a fifth It's a McGuffey hat trick there Full time whistles Really are starting to go It's done at Ibrox I believe Andrew McLean Not quite yet Maybe Not quite yet Well we'll find out We'll get a full time whistle From Andrew uh, In the near future I'm pretty sure it is done I don't know what's happening we'll speak to him um, Sunabika's fired wide for Motherwell so it doesn't look like there's any real uh, danger but there is about six minutes left I think of additional time there quite something um, in in Dingwall alright it is full time at Ibrox Andrew Rangers 3 Kamarnock 1 the full time score and it was an impressive first half for Michael Beale's men that gets them the points here at Ibrox today it was the perfect start for them as well and what has been a bit of a turbulent week they worked a corner into the box Todd Cantwell had two shots blocked Antonio Cholak had one saved the ball eventually fell to the feet of Connor Goldson and he stroked home just seven minutes into the game Fashion Sakala had two good chances after that the first was from Ben Davis's ball over the top Sakala took it down well but Sam Walker made the save then a really good chance the second one a lovely low cross by Ryan Kent across the six yard box Sakala was sliding in he looked odds on to score but somehow turned that one round the post however he did get his goal in the first half 25 minutes in the ball fell to Antonio Cholak in the box he laid it off to Sakala and he found the back of the net with a side footed effort they then got the chance to extend their lead from the spot Willie Collum going to the screen for a potential handball Todd Cantwell's ball it was over the top hitting the arm of Jarrell Dorsett and Willie Collum decided it was a penalty James Tavernier stepping up to take and he scored to make it 3-0 just before the break Kilmarnock then brought on Jordan Jones during half time and they started to cause some problems he had a shot saved by Alan McGregor they then got a goal back as well a corner whipped in headed towards goal and there was Jarrell Dorsett flicking it on into the back of the net for 3-1 Derek McInnes' side they were a lot more competitive in the second 45 they didn't trouble Alan McGregor too much but Sam Walker's goal wasn't really being peppered either at the other end he did need to make a stop from Antonio Cholak's header Ryan Jack also late on had the ball in the back of the net that one was flagged for offside there was also time for a late 
substitute appearance for John Souter returning from injury. But comfortable in the end for Rangers and they'll be happy to get the three points after the last week. The full-time score here at Ibrox, Rangers 3, Kilmarnock 1. Rangers fans, what did you make of that? Was that the reaction you were looking for? Let us know, 01419511025 right now. It's full-time at Tynecastle, Roger Hanna. Yeah, Hearts 3, St Johnson nil. Hearts cement third place in the Premiership tonight. Two goals by Josh Ginelli and a late clincher from George Grant. It's a third time they've hit St Johnson for three goals this season. It's a great boost for Robbie Nielsen at the start of a week when they'll face Celtic away and home in the League and Cup. They took the lead after 21 minutes in controversial fashion. Josh Ginelli shot, clipping the heel of a Saints defender at wrong-footed goalkeeper Remy Matthews and flew into the bottom corner. The controversy coming in the build-up. Luke Lauren Shanklin, the Hearts captain, had fouled Adam Montgomery. Saints players surrounding referee Stephen McLean. It went to a Varchek but uh, Graham Granger confirmed the goal to put the Jambos ahead it was a real kick on for them Remy Matthews having to save a fierce shot from Shanklin four minutes later but the Saints just wouldn't be shaken off and they threatened an equaliser either side of the break Stevie May's cross looked as if it was going to be toe-poked home by Dre Wright in 31 minutes somehow Hearts managed to smuggle the ball away inside the six-yard box then Xander Clark called into action against his former club to tip over from Cammy McPherson just before the break and Melker Halberg three chances either side of the half-time whistle, first heading over, then heading into the arms of Clark from Graham Carey's corner, and then flashing a shot wide after 58 minutes, when he perhaps would think he should have hit the target, and it was costly five minutes later than 63 minutes it was 2-0, a great move down the left hand side by Hearts, Alec Cox into Barry Mackay and his cut back from the left with a tap in for Ginelli for 2-0 that became 3-0 in 73 minutes George Grant's corner it was cleared back out to Barry Mackay he fed it to Grant at a very acute angle on the right hand side he crossed it and it missed everyone and it sneaked in at the far post for a rather fortuitous third goal Ginelli back from a one game suspension he was subbed to a standing ovation St Johnson weren't quite finished substitute Zach Rudden hit the post near the end and it was tough in Callum Davidson's side he contributed a great deal to a really good game of football Hearts won't be bothered they almost got a fourth in the last minute substitute Garan Kowal hitting the bar and added time but they're back to winning ways and now it's a season defining double header against Celtic Hearts 3 St Johnson 0 um, I would say it should be full time elsewhere but I think Fraser Wishart and David Friel have got quite a while to go yet um, in Dingwall and Livingston respectively so another reminder the open line is here get in touch 01419511025 particularly in this city, Rangers fans, if you're leaving Ibrooks or if you manage to watch or listen today, how was it? How was that as a response? 3-0 up, cruising at half-time, clearly not as convincing a second half, but is, is that okay? Is that to be expected? Did you want more? Who impressed you? What about the return of John Souter? All the rest of it. 01419511025. Call us right now, please, if you can. And it's full-time in Dingwall, Fraser. It is full-time, Ross County nil, Motherwell 2 and Kevin Van Veen likes Dingwall, I think would be the headline. He scored both goals today, he scored three in October and that's a fantastic win for Motherwell but VAR played a huge part in this victory. Don Roberts, the referee, got two, had two big calls during the game, he got them both wrong but he's lucky enough to have the backup of VAR to correct his mistakes as he ordered a penalty to Ross County, overturned it. Kevin Clancy sent him to the screen and then he gave a yellow card to Jack Baldwin and again was sent to the screen and gave Baldwin a red card at 0-0 with plenty of chances in the first half County more likely to score but Mother 
did also have a threat. Eamon Brophy particularly looking sharp, testing Kelly in the middle goal. He forced the keeper into one good save with his feet and another one really good save, low to his left. Kelly also kept out a low curling shot by Danda again, low to his left. That was a very, very good save. At the other end, Obika headed wide when he should have done better and Laidlaw had to dive to his left to push away a Van Veen 28-yard shot on half-time. Then in 48 minutes, the first of those big decisions, Don Robertson awarded County a penalty, a George Harmon corner coming into the box. I saw a tug on Jack Baldwin's shot by Callum Butcher. Motherwell claimed for a free kick their way earlier on in the move, and VAR sent, it was Kevin Clancy, sent Don Robertson to the screen, and he changed his mind and said no penalty. Still counting more, more of the ball. A couple of dangerous Danda crosses, flashed across goal, no takers, but neither keeper had really been tested as the importance of this game, I think, was wary of the players as they dug in, just trying not to make a mistake. But 66 minutes, Motherwell got a real advantage, counted down to 10 men. Kevin Van Dien knocked the ball past Jack Ball. It was a clear foul by the big centre-back, 25 yards from goal. Referee Don Robertson on the spot gave him a yellow card. But once again, after the VAR check, Kevin Clancy sent Robertson to the screen. He changed it to a red card for Baldwin for denying a goal-scoring opportunity. I was decided that Jakobiti was not covering enough. It's actually counted the next chance, 10 men or not. No one, Kenny, drove a loose ball a yard wide. But 74 minutes, Mullow did use that advanced take lead. A lovely pass by Slattery. Played in Blair Spittle. He got to the ball, ball to the ball byline. And the ex-county midfield player crossed brilliantly, just hung it up to the back post. And Kevin Van Veen scored from six yards with a powerful head. Then three minutes left on the clock. Motherwell wrapped up the points Van Veen with a cross towards Cornelius Cornelius did well to actually keep it in he cut the ball back to Max Johnson young right back had two goals at goal his second shot deflected to Van Veen who coolly took a touch and tucked the ball into the back of the net from six yards Motherwell takes him further away from Dundee United at the bottom ten points now the difference between United to play tonight and ten points is a number that they have earned under Stuart Kettlewell in his four games in charge great start for Stuart Kettlewell's career as Motherwell manager full time in Dingwall Ross County nil Motherwell 2 huge win that Motherwell fans what do you think same number to you 01419511025 not only are we still playing in Livingston Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements it's 4-1 to Livy uh, to Hibs, sorry, my apologies uh, Kuharevic scored uh, Was given offside but checked And the goal stands 4-1 And Shamal George, the Livy goalkeeper Is injured They're down to oh. nine men already David Friel is set for the latest finish of all time It's five o'clock by the way And that game has not yet finished He's okay now, Shamal George But the game isn't done How big a win's that for Motherwell? Quickly, Hugh uh, Exceptional I think it's the one that turns the corner For the season And it proves that the appointment of uh, Stuart Kettlewell as manager was an inspired piece of business by Motherwell including Alan Burroughs before he left the club to go to Aberdeen but he has to pick another manager as chief executive there but four games 10 points out of 12 equals success come on give us a call open lines here one more full time report though it comes from Livingston David Friel full time Gordon finally at Livingston Livingston 1 Hibs 4 what a game what a crazy game actually Johnson was desperate for Hibs to honour the memory of Ron Gordon after his sad passing and his players certainly delivered that. Eli Ewan scored the first half double. Stefan Amuyonga on goal and Nikola Kuharevic late goal saw off Levy who played most of the second half with 10 men after Jack Fitzwater's red card even ended up with 9 men after Stefan Amuyonga had to go off injured. It was an emotional day for Hibs as I was saying but the players stayed composed and extended their unbeaten league run to 7 games. They really are in good form. Levy had started well. Nicky Devlin had a chance. Christian Montano then Joel Nubli put him ahead after 10 minutes. Collecting a long pass. Showing nice footwork. And firing in past David Marshall off the underside of the bar. 
Hibs didn't really go off to a good start. They struggled to create, but that all changed in the half hour. Mark Chris Cadden's long ball cut Levy, Levy open. Yuan race clear, and he slipped his finish past Shamal George. Then in 37 minutes, it was 2 on to Hibs. Yuan again, his fifth goal in five games. Scored again with a low finish after a 1 2 with Matthew Hopp. Hopp was in the thick of the action in the second half. His pace is so dangerous for teams. He missed a good chance to make it 3 1 and was then involved as Fitzwater was sent off. The defender basically just took him out as he raced through. It was a simple red card that was checked, but looked a red card all the way. Levy tried to chase the game. He always felt he'd maybe get caught in the counter, and he did after 61 minutes. Yuan again was involved. He sent Chris Cadden clear. To be fair to the fullback, he tried to square for Yuan to get his hat trick, but Omiyonga chasing in deflected the ball into his own net. The Livingston midfielder, as I said, then limped off before the end. Levy had used all their subs with a total date for get. And then in injury time, I think 98 minutes on the clock, Kevin Nisbet had a shot saved. It came back to Kuharevich. He scored. The goal was given as offside. And then after a lengthy check, a lengthy delay, it was given 4 1. Full time, Livingston 1, Hibs 4. What a day it's been, but what did you make of it? That's the most important thing that we find out on a Saturday afternoon. So it's 0141 951 1025. Let's go with the open line. Right now, get those calls in. Rangers fans, how was that? Was that an appropriate response to last Sunday? What was good? What was bad? Who impressed you? Who still worries you? Let us know. Motherwell fans, is that you almost safe? How big a win was that? That drama to be had um, at Livy Hibbs as well. And we've still got a six o'clock game. Jim Goodwin, back in football. Dundee United manager against his former team. We'll get to that and plenty of your calls next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025 Always enjoy a Saturday afternoon. We like to find out from you lot who've been at the games. What was it like? What caught your attention? Whether it was something brilliant, something terrible, a referee, a passage of play, a big talking point, whatever it is, you decide and pick up that phone. There was a victory for Rangers at Ibrox. This week's been all about the response and where Rangers go from here. Uh, what jumped out for you today, Stuart, in Kilsyth? Ah, how are you doing, guys? Good, I, think you. That, I think that is, uh, you have to say, obviously, well done for Rangers to win the game today. It was probably, they were probably favourites anyway. But I think the problem I've had for for this season is you look back even the stats of the games, the problem's been, unfortunately, McGregor. He's, I think he's just at the end his his uh, career and he, I think Rangers really need a new goalkeeper and if you look back at, as an example of some of the games you usually go back to the St Johnson game in November when St Johnson beat us 2-1 St Johnson only had 20, 24% of the possession and they had three shots in goal and they scored two and we had like 73% of the possession and we had eight shots in goal and we scored one and that's the difference I think for Rangers this season if the defence has been no bad and, and what the players have been no bad but the, the goals that McGregor's letting in are unfortunately so bad that it's getting it's getting ridiculous and again today I think I think Kelly had one goal one, uh, three, three shots on goal and they still scored one so I think for me I don't know what the rest of the guys there think I think it's time for McGregor to hang his boots up or his gloves I should say yeah, um, well, start, Go and start with the positive like Stuart did Hugh he said you know like Good win, that that was expected, but you know, good to get the job done, sort of thing. That is that one of the headlines, certainly, before we get to Alan McGregor. Yeah, uh, the, the Rangers had an excellent first half, a not too excellent second half. To use that awful cliche, Kilmarnock won the second half, uh, but what was important was the win. Uh, it's down to six points between Rangers and Celtic. Celtic at Paisley tomorrow, therefore. 
they have done what they had to do today and that is to put Celtic on their guard at the very least tomorrow in Paisley with regard to Alan McGregor I noticed him coming off the park today giving Willie Collum what for over I don't know what but he's still very passionate about Rangers my feeling is though that the sands of time are coming into play here he has in his day been along with Andy Gorham probably the best to have played for Rangers but it's perhaps a sign now that there are flaws creeping in and we thought he was gone last season after the cup final he's got through another season I don't think he can be Rangers goalkeeper a year from now therefore I think the whole position has to be looked at thoroughly because John McLaughlin will not be Rangers first team goalkeeper he's not good enough and McCrory has spent years not getting a chance I think they have to examine the whole position and they've been linked with a goalkeeper down south I think it's time to change the goalkeeper Stats aren't everything they only tell you a bit of the picture that, that's always mm. been the way of it I only offer this because Stuart makes the point and he says it was three shots on goal today and one of them went in which of course can happen um, I think I did read a stat on the Pine Bovril Twitter maybe it was about a week ago maybe more um, you know, listing all the goalkeepers and their save percentage. Um, like Xander Clark, I think was top on like seventy six, and then Alan McGregor was quite near the bottom on sixty one percent. So, um, doesn't save that higher percentage of shots. That only tells part of the picture. I'll, I'll repeat that, Gordon. It is just a stat. But what do you make of of Stewart's? Uh, I can I can understand where Stewart's coming from, especially today. I thought, um, you know, the standards that Alan McGregor sets for himself. I thought he was poor at the goal, Gordon. He just come out and flapped at it. He was nowhere near it. Um, but he's been a great servant to Rangers. I totally agree that they must. It's a must priority to go and get a number one goalkeeper. I don't think Alan McGregor will go in another season. I think these his races ran. Um, he's been terrific, and I think everybody will admit that. But going forward, especially for next mm. season. It will certainly be a priority that Rangers need to get a goalkeeper. I mean, look, other pundits say things and other outlets, and that that's fine. We, you know, we can't always hold everyone to account on here because it would be unfair when you guys have opinions as well. But I noticed Barry Ferguson today is in, in the newspaper saying yeah. that they should keep Alan McGregor. Yeah, I would, dis- I would disagree with, with Barry Ferguson on that point. Uh, what, what you would say with Barry Ferguson's point, if McGregor was say 30 years old just now would his form be as alarming to then think oh we need to get another number one here I don't know if Michael Beale would be of the thing however when you piece the two together his form isn't what it was you add his age into it he can't go on forever of course maybe his reflexes and, and the way he moves becomes a bit different happens to us all unfortunately then the the argument you know goes in favour of mm. Michael Beale just refreshing that area because uh, by the way he's not the only one guilty because when McLaughlin has come in and been given an opportunity he's seen done it mm-hmm. Kilmarnock and other occasions proved not good enough and if McCrory I'm, I'm a big believer if McCrory was a standout and good enough then mm. I know he's been injured yeah he's injured he would have been put in though before now he would have been given a longer run than than he has done so that suggests to me you need a new number one mm. and possibly a number two as well. What about the positive things, Stuart? What pleased you? Was it? Did you see signs of an appropriate reaction to Sunday, or is that still to come? 
I, I don't know. I think that there was a there was no as as you said earlier, the second half was pretty poor. But I think when you mentioned the start there about Alexander, um, the good thing last year we heard that a lot of Rangers fans heard that Xander was coming to Rangers, and I think if he had if he had came to Rangers and McGregor stayed on as maybe a like a number two, um, I don't know. I think we would be at the top of the league. Um, but I don't see. I, I love McGregor. I, don't get me wrong. I think he's the best, one of the best goalkeepers up there. We got Andy Gorham. Um, but it's, it's a, I just think it's time for him to hang his gloves up and maybe pass it on to somebody else. You know what I mean? But ask me who to replace him. It's an, it's an impossible question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, just one man's opinion. But Stuart still seems a bit down in the dumps about things. You know, happy enough to get the win, but. Other things on his mind I'm sure we'll find out What what was positive About Rangers performance If there were any uh, You can let us know Thank you Stuart 01419511025 uh, And we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB What did Alan make of it Alan? Hi, hi guys How you doing? Good Alan How are you? Are you okay? I'm fine I'm just driving home For the game uh, Great first half I thought we played well uh, Should have been more goals The car could have had A hat trick there but I felt I don't know what happened in the second half. I don't know what they were, what they got fed at half time. What was in that coffee or tea, whatever there, because they just totally disappeared out of the game. It, I, I I just couldn't understand what was going on. I mean, it took up to about sixty minutes before we started to kind of string a couple of passes together. A lot of straight passes were going uh, very lacklustre in the second half. I thought maybe they thought the game was over, and then uh, when uh, Kamara had the chance to score when they hit the side net and. I thought that was a warning sign. Then Kabanek goes up and scores just not long after that there. And it kind of put the jitters amongst the fans and the, the team as well. But at the end of the day, it is three points to make up for what happened last week. I, I'm happy enough with the three points, but there's a long way to go towards the end of the season now. The Scottish Cup, it's the only thing we've got left. And we have to go for that one there. But at the end of the day, it is three points. And I'm sorry just to say a bit McGregor there. Uh, I thought maybe McGregor's time is maybe up. He's been a fantastic servant for us. Very passionate about the game. A lot of stuff that's, uh, that the defence has faltered in there. He shouted at him. But maybe now, it's maybe time to hang out the boots. But it's going to be a very big struggle to get a number one and a number two goalkeeper for the new season. Yeah, Hugh, to be fair, right, if, if there was to be a, a prediction made about how Rangers might handle this, you might have expected... A slow start You might have expected That that's where the nerves would be And uh-huh. then it would take them A while to To fill into the game uh, To to You know f- Work their way into the game But uh, that You know That wasn't there If there is a criticism Then fine As Alan says It is that they dropped out Of it second half But In terms of those Like scars or whatever Or you know A nervousness to begin with That actually wasn't there No they, they Gave the Correct response They got the goals But for me Players when it's 3-0 and the third has scored uh, so soon before half time subconsciously they switch off Alan was there he saw it for himself he'd used the word lacklustre which is perfectly fine by me uh, I just thought they they just went to sleep they were mm. flat they were uninspiring and Kilmarnock got a bit of heart from that and they were able to look quite lively so for me it's a good day for Rangers because they've reduced the gap to six points. That was all that mattered yeah. at the end of the day. And as I say, 
They put Celtic on their guard tomorrow. Can you imagine at half past two tomorrow if Celtic have lost again in Paisley? Then the world's a different place. So all that Rangers can do is fulfil their part of the bargain mm. and they have done so. It's now over to Celtic. As we said, Gordon, it's just it's the opposite of what Rangers have done under Michael Beale. There have been so many underwhelming first half performances where they've then gone on to control the second. They just did it round the, the, the other way today. What did you make of it? I, th- I, th- I thought there was a lot of positives from the first half, Gordon. The game could have been a lot more than three. You look at Sakala missing an absolute sitter. They created chance after chance. I thought some of their football was very good. But sometimes you you can get that switched off. And I, I thought they passed up a good uh, opportunity of scoring more goals in the second half. But all credit to Derek McInnes. He changed one or two about, made substitutions, um, got a goal, put a bit of pressure on Rangers, uh, looked better organised, to be fair, at the back as well. But I think Michael mm. Bale will take a lot of positives out today's game. As you rightly says, it's all about getting three points first and foremost. And they achieved that. The game was away from Kamarnock after the first 45 I think minutes. if you gave anybody the choice, fans included, players and manager, you would prefer it that way around. That you're starting 11, starts sharp, done. the game's You've won done. It. And then you rely on your five subs that you can bring on to refresh things. The, the, the problem is when Rangers did drop it the second half and they brought on their subs... Did it really refresh? Did did the tempo really go up? Probably not. But like the game was done, and and let's be honest, Derek McInnes changed one or two things mm-hmm. at half time that, play, yep. that made things a bit different for Rangers. Credit because come on, it could have folded. Who impressed you, Alan? Did anyone uh, jump out for you? I thought Cantwell played really well. I thought it was very inspiring there, and the more games he's going to get there, and the more he's going to be a, a welcome sight for for the fans. I thought he played really well today there. The rest of the team, oh, everyone played well. Sakala, he had a fantastic chance to score. And he did score the, the third chance there. But he could have scored, as I said, he could have scored a hat-trick. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's the three points that matters the most there. Now we've got a hard game on Wednesday at Easter Road. Yeah, I think Cantwell was one who... I take a quick look at social media as well, and, and we... From what we understand from Ibrox, did have a good game, Gordon. That helps mm. as well. Uh, you know, when he's one of those that people felt maybe should have played more of a part last week, although different because Tillman had been good and yeah. played and he was fit. But, but you know, I mean, generally speaking, there's been a bit of a question mark about Cantwell over this week. So he kind of showed what he's capable of. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big game for him. Uh, him and Raskins come in. The the fact that the two of them were left out, January signings. They'd have been disappointed, especially the biggest game of the season, the cup final. Um, so he had a point to prove today. I thought first half he was immense. He picked up uh, great positions. He was always looking for a ball. Uh, you know, he'll get better and better. And I'm sure Michael Beale will be very happy with his performance today. Uh, thank you to Alan. Safe trip home, 01419511025. It's a good time to call, by the way, because you could possibly be on next. So what did you make of the games today? Rangers fans are you agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard fans of any other teams Motherwell maybe how big a win was that we're going to hear from Michael Beale and get teams from Tannadice Dundee United Aberdeen Jim Goodwin all of the above we'll do that and Michael Beale and your calls next the games are over the talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Hugh Keevans, all here, all waiting on your calls. What did you make of today's games? Do let us 
No uh, Let's go to Tanadice Because the games aren't over today And this one Going to use Hugh Keevan's Most hated word The narrative around this one Is strong Jim Goodwin And everything else That's been going on The bottom of the table as well And Dave Galloway's in for a treat Absolutely Gordon Can't wait for this one Of course uh, Games between these two teams Are always a bit tasty They're keenly anticipated And contested But for Jim Goodwin To have his first match As Dundee United manager Against Aberdeen Six weeks after his sacking there Well it's been described to me As peak Scottish football And Monty Python-esque A stunning subplot If ever there was one Both tonight's sides With plenty to prove United four points adrift At the foot of the table With last week awful 4-0 defeat at Ross County proving to be the last straw for Liam Fox Aberdeen have shown some signs at least of stirring under interim boss Barry Robson but their away form this season as we all know has been absolutely abysmal can they start to change that here tonight the atmosphere about the place it has been building up very nicely with a sellout 3,500 strong visiting support uh, coming along here uh, Dundee United have won the last three meetings of the sides at this stadium, Aberdeen without victory at Tannadice in seven years. Looking at the teams then, uh, four changes for Dundee United. In comes, uh, perhaps surprisingly, Birigiti, McMahon, Freeman and Harks out. Drop uh, Newman, Smith, Jume and Fotheringham. So it's Birigiti in goals, a back four of Freeman, Edwards, Mulgrew and Behitz. Midfield, Levitt, Harks and Sibbald with Fletcher up top supported by McGrath and McMahon. The subs, Newman, Smith, Graham, Niskanen, Joom, Anaku, Fotheringham, Aina and McLeod. Aberdeen with a gutsy 1-0 win against Livingston last time out. They are unchanged, so it's Gorter in goals at the back. Uh, McCrory, McDonald, Pollock and McKenzie. Midfield, Ramadani, Clarkson and Shinney with Majowski leading the line, supported up top by Duncan and Duke. The subs for the Dons, Lewis, Scales, Markenday, Mislovich, Watkins, Hayes, Coulson, Kennedy and Bavage, your match referee is John Beaton and on VAR duties tonight let's hope he's not too busy it's Alan Muir Scottish football writes incredible stories Hugh Keevans it's always been the way and it will continue to be the way and this latest Dundee United Jim Goodwin chapter is quite something I would swap Monty Python and I would say that Netflix should sponsor the Scottish Premiership because look at you getting down with the kids yeah I like that I know that that Panic at the disco. You do rely on me. <laughs> Rage against the machine. Follow me. Uh, you know, who could have thought of these twists and turns? On the one hand, you've got Jim Goodwin desperate to impress Dundee United and show them that they have made the right appointment in entrusting the club's immediate future to him with 12 games to play. Behind him at Tyrandise tonight will be an Aberdeen support who will give him dogs abuse from start to finish. On the other dugout, you've got Barry Robson, who's desperate to get the Aberdeen job and who believes that he has made a difference in the four games that he has had charge of the club. And but not to find a point in it, he's looking for the kind of result that allows him to turn round to the new Aberdeen chief exec, Alan Burrows, and say, look, I'm a better manager than Jim Goodwin was. And that's the intrigue behind it all. All the twists and turns... Between 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock I mean Dundee United legend 
Old pals and neighbours with Jim Goodwin, you mm. must be beside yourself oh, with excitement. I, I, I genuinely am. As soon as the announcement was made, it just made it such an intriguing fixture. Hughes, right? In Aberdeen dugout, you've got an ex Dundee United favourite as manager. And the Dundee United dugout, you've got the ex manager. Alan Burroughs thrown into the equation as well mm. that I completely forgot about because Jim Goodwin's story is taking precedence here. So, and a lot of good players on show as well. I know we keep saying that about United, but there are good players on that side. Aberdeen have good players in Duke and Miofsky. Let's hope the action on the pitch yeah. is entertaining to and watch. That's all well and good, Gordon, but mm. in actual football results terms, Dundee United are rock bottom of the league. They're four points behind Kelly and Ross County, but tonight is the first of two games in hand. So forget who the manager, the chief exec, the opposition fan base, where they are sitting, just in terms of getting a result, it's massive for Dundee United. Yeah, if you've any if you've any hope of getting off the bottom of the table, Gordon, especially your home games, you've got to capitalise, get three points. It's a great opportunity for them tonight. I think this will be a very close game. I think it'll be a good game. Um, but Dundee United, if they've any chance of getting out of this relegation, will need to start picking up points. Cracker. Should be an absolute cracker. Joe's a Rangers fan. Joe, I get the feeling this week Rangers fans have needed something to cheer them up. Did you get it today? Yeah, good evening, panel. I thought the I thought the first half I thought we were excellent. Um, I'm just, just sitting behind the Broomlow Road just now, just obviously trying to drive home. But I thought the first half we were excellent. We were three 0 up, and I and I said to my son, the next half we should pound them. This should be damage limitation. But again, we did our usual. We took our foot off the gas. We started with slack passes. McGregor was, I mean, I don't know what he thought he was doing for that goal. In the first half, I mean, even the defenders, Goldson was spraying the ball about, um, Davies was spraying the ball about. Cantwell, for me, is the only one in the second half that get pass marks. I thought Cantwell showed a decent level of fitness today. He looks as if he's maybe coming onto a game. Raskin, you could tell in the second half, you could tell Raskin's not 100% fit. He started giving the ball away and was a bit slack as well, but my concern is, as I said to the guy before I came on, massive rebuild this summer. A massive rebuild. If you read the players who are supposedly leaving, have we got the money to replace them? Is Are we going to be able to replace these players? Now, I heard Hugh uh, saying, obviously Celtic play tomorrow, we've done our bit today, Celtic will do their bit tomorrow. I don't even think Celtic are concerned about us. I really don't, because... Celtic, right, I mean, it pains me to say it, and it really does pain me to say it, but Celtic are a quality side, they get the job done week in, week out, they finish teams off, and for us, when Kamara got that goal, you could see their spirits were almost now really lifted, they came at us, and I'm thinking, they're going to score again, we just don't seem to be able to finish teams off, I know 3-0, I mean, they're maybe saying take the foot off the gas, but we should have went for more, Sakala, should have scored three goals alone himself in the first half. And he's another one I think should really come on to a game. He's playing really, really well. He's kind of went under the radar because of the new guys that have come in. But Sakala, for me, is a mainstay in that team now. And I'm, I'm genuinely concerned about what's going to happen in the summer. If you read the comments during the week, Michael Beale's saying they haven't offered contracts to anybody. So if we haven't offered contracts to anybody, then how do we know Ryan Kent's rejected? This And this is going to be it, Hugh That is it in a nutshell Because you swing effortlessly from What did we see today And was it good, was it bad Did it make you happy or sad To that big picture Robert, by and large start, uh, Joe, sorry Which one of them did I put on first? Joe. There was two and they are both there at Joe. the same time Joe. Joe, my apologies to both of you um, 
Joe started off he was sounding pretty happy what yeah. he'd seen. Then he remembered Ah but there's still this big rebuild in the summer And to be fair to Michael Beale Or the Rangers board or whoever That They, they, they knew that They acknowledged that prior to even last week yeah. That that can't be fixed right now And they're just going to have to keep Keeping the fans on board Doing what they can do now And then get that right in the summer First of all Joe highlighted the fact that Rangers were excellent in the first half But then giving us the eyewitness account He said only one player, Cantwell Will get past Mark's second half Well you can't have that uh, Having said that Rangers did the job In terms of putting Celtic on their guard tomorrow uh, you know, There is a, a big rebuild on the way Call it what you like Revamp, rebuild It's all just semantics Rangers really need to get a better team Than the one they have now so many big questions. I think Kent now flatters to deceive. I don't think he's the, the really dangerous player he once was. Out of contract. Morelos, a once great talent, now fading. Out of contract. There are so many big calls to be made. And Michael Beale has raised this matter of budgets and finance. You know, the, Yes, the fans don't want to hear it. However, if it is... A problem for the manager Then Rangers have a problem Because they they need And Joe's acknowledged that Celtic are Way in front of Rangers They need to get a team That is a better challenger to Celtic Than this one is What about maybe Just maybe With the height of six, with the benefit of six days worth of hindsight Gordon People take a little bit of the heat off Michael Beale For not playing Nicholas Raskin If if Joe's on saying he actually yeah. looked unfit today, towards the end, you know, he showed that he hasn't played a lot of football. Maybe that's part of the reason Michael Beale didn't play him last week and he's been slaughtered all week for it. It was the first thing I thought of when I was listening to Joe talking about Raskin. Um, and I, you think to yourself, right, okay. But I also look at, you know, I can I can understand if, if Michael Beale had looked at him and thought the pace of the game, especially against Celtic, Midley Park where Celtic are so strong, I'll start him on the bench. But he started um he started Tillman and I don't think Tillman was anywhere near hundred percent fit. He didn't look fit, didn't even look fit to me in the warm up. Um he's not even involved today. Um, yeah, I, I think Michael Beale will have looked. Been deep. an update on him, by the way, and that's that he tried to train this week, but wasn't risked. Could be fine for midweek, but probably the cup tie yeah, in the I, weekend. I think, I think, I think it was uh, the cup final was just too early for him. I, I honestly don't, but I can understand taking a gamble. It's a cup final. He'd been a big player for Rangers. Um, just, just on Raskin. Why, why is Raskin unfit? We well, hadn't played a lot of football for before him. he came. He's still been training every day, hasn't he? Oh, but, always, but come on, we always talk about Matt ah, Sharpness. But, uh, I, I, Matt Sharpness, I think, comes in when you've been injured. Minutes. When you've been injured for a long time, I think when you're mm. up to scratch, he'd been playing and then appeared out the team because of this uncertainty. I'm, when people say unfit to me, I'm thinking players coming back for injury. I don't think there should be any problem with Raskin's fitness. I don't no. think there should be any problem well, with him well, starting Joe's last week. Joe's at, Joe's at the game of the day and he's he's watching it live and Raskin come off the pitch and Joe's saying that he you know he looked tired, he looked like he'd he ran his race. Maybe it is a case of trying to get up to speed. I'm trying to go up to the Scottish game as well because he's obviously never played here before. It's a different pace. And Michael Beale may have looked at all those scenarios and thought, no, I'm gonna go with Lundstrom and Kamara in there with a bit more energy. Um, thank you very much to Joe Let's get Robert's take on it all uh, Robert's and Irvin Robert, anything jump out in a positive sense for you? 
Hi guys, how are we doing? Good, thank you, good. Um, the midfield three, um, they seem to look as if they've played together for a while. There's a massive difference compared to last week. A lot of passing and movement. Um, I'd, I'd like to see Cantwell pushed up just a wee bit to play in that number 10 role. I've never really seen we have anybody there. But um, I think Cantwell and Raskin set looks as if they're going to be good for us. They're very different stylistically That was the whole point of the signing wasn't it And t- only time tells us If they become very good signings or not But in terms of the skill set they've got They clearly are meant to offer something different To what Rangers had Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think all the um, I think Raskin's a different He's at number 6 that'll sit there And try and break up play And try and dictate from the middle of the park Cantwell's more of the forward one That'll go and try and go on the end of things Make things happen In the final third They threw balls I thought Cantwell played very well Gordon Butcher What I've seen of the game um, I think he was involved in everything um, You know It was just a difference I, I'm a Ryan Jack, Jack fan Now whether his contract's up whether he's got to remain there next year, I don't know. I know he's had his problems with injuries, but I think he brings so much uh, to the middle of the park. And um, I like the look of Ryan Jack and, and Raskin in there. I think they complement each other very well indeed. So it'll be interesting to see going forward if Ryan Jack's got to be a part of Michael Beale's rebuild. Robert, everyone who's been on so far has sort of sounded a bit not sounded down but still feels like they've came away with a few things that, that annoyed them a bit about today are you a bit more optimistic than that or, or are you in the same boat I think the second half was just really scrappy like a lot of wee silly niggly fellows going about and then once we conceded we were a bit nervous for about 10 minutes but then we got a foothold in the game again and we're just going to ease the street from them but I have a second point if that's okay go for it yeah, it's about the Union Bells um they seem to want to make every game about themselves now. That's a few banners again. Another one today we're having a go at the board. If they're going to be doing that, why not have banners getting behind the team rather than slaughtering the board? Because um, I, I had the displeasure of being close to them on Sunday and they had these masks on that made them look more like hooligans and football fans and flares and smoke bombs going on. I think they're just going to embarrass themselves and the club now. It's maybe time to get them, get them out the door. Hugh, obviously, like Robert's got his own opinion, and you're never going to sort of please everyone or make everyone agree. But in terms of that today, that banner, if you if you're a football fan and you feel like your club needs to make changes, why why wouldn't you make it known? Yeah, it is a legitimate form of protest, and um, whether it's uh, Rangers or any other club, you can have that legitimate form of protest, and it wasn't offensive. Uh, abusive uh, and therefore I think you can I was going to use the term get away with it but you're not Mm. getting away with anything you are legitimately protesting I do side with Robert in that uh, I have no idea how old Robert is but um, for people of my vintage these ultras movements uh, are slightly on the sinister side they do have to have a kind of uniform uh, the the use of pyrotechnics in the Scottish football grounds now I think is completely over the top and will result in tragedy one day but neither the football authorities nor the government appear mm. to be in any mood to do something yeah. about this so that, that will have to unfold but legitimate protests are 
perfectly acceptable in a free country. Just in the interest of balance, though, if we're going to broad brush everything, and move, uh, this is about to descend into a wider ranging discussion, we can't also overlook the, the colour, the noise, the atmosphere, and the good things that ultra groups do. If we're going to, you know, broad brush it. Yeah. Andy yeah. Halliday was on here last week saying, that, is, "Forgive me, my terminology is not, but is it the Gorgi Boys or something?" Totally transformed the atmosphere. Gorgi Ultras, at, I think. Uh, yeah, tra- transformed the atmosphere at Tynecastle. Yeah, I, I know Fir Park would be a library at times without the Well Boys, who also yeah. do a lot of good stuff in the community and so on. So this notion that we, we broad brush, I'm a bit uncomfortable with. But sometimes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you went to Celtic Park without the Green Brigade, then you could hear the sweetie papers rustling, as Alec Ferguson used to say. Um, but sometimes they overstep the mark. I, I, I've just said I'm all for yeah. legitimate protests, but sometimes all of them overstep the mark. Yeah, in the interest of time, then let's limit ourselves to that today, though, Robert. What, what's wrong with that banner today? Because it wasn't actually a message to the players, was it? It was just more one for the board. I take the point about the one at Livingston because it seemed to be a bit of a dig at Michael Beale, a guy who hadn't yet lost a game. So I, I got the concern there. But that one today, is that not just fans wanting more for, for the club, wanting better? It is, I, but I would rather we were all there supporting the team and getting behind the team, especially after last week. Um, I think more emphasis on getting behind the guys and trying to sp- uh, spear them on a wee bit rather than having a go at the board that we have no control over. They were singing songs about um, the fighting outside Hamden last week, but there's absolutely no need for that. Um, to be honest, I'd rather there was a lot of people beside me saying the same as well. I'd rather just get rid of them all together. Yeah, look again, that stuff, individual stuff that's sung or whatever. Then, of course, people are going to have different opinions on that for sure. But I'm just, I don't know. Robert says, you know, what's the point in the board? We've no control over. Control maybe not, but you're the fans. You you have you haven't you should have a well, voice. Support certainly. supporting aside, to me, this is just to me, is not just blind loyalty, however your team's playing and cannot criticize your own team. I've, I think that's part of supporting your team. When you see something you're not happy with, whether that be performance levels on the pitch or whether that be upstairs trickling down to the team and the manager, I think you're always in a place that you should be able to protest that. Uh, thank you to Robert and Irvin. I did not deliberately mislead you. Just a slight hold up, but you will definitely hear from Michael Beale next. David Martindale, he was sent off at the end of that Livy game. Might need to get the bleep machine out for his post-match interview, but we'll bring you a few. Uh, keep, take more calls if we can and build up to kick off at Tannadice next as well. It's all happening. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Fast approaching kickoff, 15 minutes to go between Dundee United, now managed, of course, by Jim Goodwin and Aberdeen, Jim Goodwin's previous club of six weeks ago or whatever it was. So that should be an intriguing one to keep an eye on. Let's hear from Michael Beale. Lots of calls so far, pointing out some positives from today, but still maybe feeling of. Uh, a bit more to come from Rangers We've even had complaints about banners and all the rest of it So here is the interview with Michael Beal Played really well first half Good energy in the team I thought Dropped off second half It's clear that maybe Ryan Jack and Nico It took a lot out of them Not had much football of late Thought when John Lundstrom come on We got it back again Because we started the, first half, uh, the second half quite poorly I thought Made a lot of silly errors But I'll focus on the first half, which I thought was really, really pleasing. We were well worthy of being 3-0 up, I think, because we'd missed a couple of other big chances and 
some of our decision making, maybe where we shoot and we could we could cross it. I felt for Tony a little bit first half because I thought he was our best player. I thought he came off and linked the play really well. You can see that he, we've been doing some fitness work with him in the background, and he's the he's the main thing I'll take away from today's game. He's, he's that's exactly what I want from uh, Antonio. But I thought the first half was as dominant as you can be in a game, and they came here, Kilmarnock, and were going to try and frustrate us. And you know, we thought it might be a sticky game, and we tried something clever off a set play, and it got us the first goal. So I'm delighted with that. It's important that we're strong on set plays, and and that was a that was a nice way to get in front because then it changes the way Kilmarnock are going to approach the rest of the match. And uh, yeah, listen, I'm pleased with the boys. They've had a tough week. We all have as a club, and uh, it's nice to get the three points and move forward. It's just one game. We've got another big game coming up now on Wednesday. Dropped off in the second half, silly errors. And that's an accurate summation of what went on for Rangers. They had a good first half, scored three goals, um, but then not good enough in the second half. They illustrate why there has to be a lot of transfer activity in the summer. They're not good enough to go above Celtic in this league table. The side as it stands at the moment, the squad as it is at the moment, is not as good as Celtic. And there is only one objective in this life, in this city. Rangers have to be better than Celtic, or Celtic have to be better than Rangers. And at the moment, you can see why transfers are needed. Interesting though For all the praise We've had for Cantwell For instance On mm. the show so far the, the main thing The manager took away Was was Antonio Cholak he Talks about They've been working On his fitness And thought that's what He was looking for Yes I, I, I was very um, Interesting to hear um, Probably giving them A pat on the back A bit of praise Gordon Doing all the right things Unfortunately for him today As a centre forward Especially if you're playing With a team like Rangers And you're at home To come on it you're looking to get a goal or two. Uh, but overall, because we were talking about it, does he offer anything if he's not putting the ball in the back of the net? Well, the Rangers manager uh, answered that question today by saying, you know, his first half performance especially, he was linking up. And, um, you know, he was involved to set up Sakala for his goal as well. So I just think it's a pat in the back for him because he's not played a lot of football. And I think the Rangers manager's just building him up again. Interesting, Mark. He's look, there's enough... There are enough times in this show where we make everything about Alfredo Morello, so I don't think we need to hammer that point too much tonight. But be interesting to see just purely in the end of this season if Joe Lack can force his way in and become the number one striker. Well, the next one is the next game. That'll be interesting to see Easter Road uh, away midweek. Does Joe Lack play? Because that's a big call. Easter Road away is always a big one in the calendar for Rangers, and Beal has shown that. Tends to play Morelos in the big games, but Cholak's in today. He's gave him praise. Does he fall on? Be giving him a start. I, th- I think it'd be a very a tough one on Cholak if he's listening to the manager today, and the manager's saying, you know, he's done all the right things and linking up the play, and he's working on his fitness, and he was very pleased with him. And then all of a sudden mm. to get left out the next game, I think he'd be a bit disappointed. I don't that. think you should trust Morelos at Easter Road. I mean, he was sent off there earlier in the season. He gets caught up in the atmosphere. He he, he creates a distraction, uh, and I think if he said that the manager that uh, Tony, as he called him, uh, was the the real plus point for him in the day, then on that basis, how can you leave him out Wednesday? Yeah, I mean I get that, but if he was trusted to play a cup final and he was trusted to play in the last meeting with Celtic, it's it's not something that sounds like it would come into to Michael Beale's thinking. But anyway, I said there's enough. 
we always make everything about Alfredo Morelos on here, which um, we, we, we don't need to do that tonight because he'll be back in the headlines very soon for sure. Um, let's hear from more managers. Arguably, one of the results of the day: Motherwell winning two 0 at Ross County, albeit County down to ten men. Here's Stuart Kettlewell. It's been an exceptional period of time for us if you stretch over the four games and, and take each one of them in their own merit. feel as if we've addressed the situation to a point at home. Obviously, we want to try and build on that. But I knew coming up here today how difficult it was going to be, and it was. The most pleasing aspect is how, how my players stood up to it through difficult spells in the game when Ross County offered a threat, obviously going long into Jordan White and Brophy's movement off. We knew it was going to be there, but I thought we handled it. I think most of the clubs would, would look at Kevin and think that he's a, a, a top player, which he absolutely is. So um, I think his work ethic has been has been excellent in the last four games for us as well. I think you probably need to highlight that. Last stages of the game, he's still trying to get into the channels to, to go and cause a problem. But even when Blair Spittle pulls up with a knock and a niggle the day, you can see that he starts to work back in the pitch himself and John Obika. Um, but again, I'll speak about this foundation, this fundamental. How do you get a result? Those are the characteristics and those are aspects that, that, that help in that. Yeah, um, a great day for Motherwell. It's been a good uh, f- uh, last four games, Gordon. If you'd have said to Stuart Kettlewell when he was taking over, look, your next four games, you'll pick 10 points up out of 12. He'd have been over the moon with that. Um, you know, Van Veen comes in for a bit of criticism sometimes from Muller supporters, but he knows where the back in it is, and he's proved that today. Um, uh, look, you need a little bit of luck. Maybe sometimes you get that because obviously VAR ruled out the penalty kick for Ross County. Then they went down to 10 men, and you're thinking, you've got to be brave now. Go for the three points, and Mother will, mother will achieve that. That is, and it'll be a sweet journey down that road tonight for him because that is a really good result. He's right about the fundamentals, though. See if you get that right, you'll never be too far away from getting a result. Hard work, effort, matching runners. If you get all that right, then. And you've got the wee bit of quality like Van Veen mm. and Spittle can provide, then you'll be doing okay. What about tomorrow then, Paisley, Mark Wilson? It's interesting for a number of reasons, but probably mostly because it's the only place Celtic have lost in, in domestic competition this season. Well, nobody expected that back then. And Ange Postacoglu made several changes that day, and that was that was the apparent reason why Celtic lost. The middle of the defence that day was different. Welsh and Jens were were you know, bullied that day, if you like. That's where the goals came from. Moy was new to the country, finding his feet. It's a different Celtic side. Carter Vickers and Starfelt are solid at the back. Johnson's slotted in fine. Moy's a different player. I think Celtic will carry on like they have been done in, in weeks gone by and win the game and win it comfortably. Yeah. I mean, even in those games at Celtic Park, Gordon, it, it possibly highlights just how relentless and ruthless Celtic can be. St Mirren have done all right. Within those games, you know, for for parts of them, I think they lost what four 0 and five one in the end up. Um, they, they've done a bit as much as they can at times. You, you need the, you need something extra, don't you, to yeah, get the result? Yeah, um, obviously St Mirren are at home and they've they've shown they've beat Celtic before. But I, I totally agree with what Mark was saying there. Celtic are a different animal now. You know, they've got players up to speed. Their defence is very good indeed. Gordon, two centre backs. I thought at Hamden were excellent. Uh, Johnston's fitted right into the right back position Midley part front They've got goals galore I do not see them slip up Paisley again tomorrow I think they'll, they'll win the game quite comfortably They are a formidable side Terrific to watch And blessed with outstanding players Between now and next Saturday They must go to Paisley 
be mindful of the fact that the gap is now six points, not nine. And then they have Hearts at Celtic Park on Wednesday. Always a great fixture on the Scottish football calendar. And then Edinburgh for the Cup quarterfinals against Hearts at Tynecastle. Seven tremendous days lie ahead of Celtic. Explosive football and big headlines also lie ahead, I am sure. They have to stay humble, they have to stay focused and they have to remember why They've lost only one game since September 2021. I'm going to leave you with something more humorous because I've not had the chance to get his interview out to you, but David Martindale's red card after the game was apparently, in his words, because David Marshall asked how long was left and David Martindale said one minute but held up his middle finger to describe the one minute (laughs) and said he did it as a joke. The referees saw it, sent him off and David Martindale says... David Marshall will back me if it gets to an appeal. <laughs> Brilliant. What a way to finish. What, 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 did, what did I tell you about Scottish football? Scottish football? Hugh Keevans. It never disappoints. Three, the West Lothian one. <laughs> well, the one is the bit that got them in trouble. Yeah. Correct. Remember, anyway. Rage thank, against the machine. Thank you to Hugh Keevans, Gordon Diel, and Mark Wilson. Thanks to the top team all around the grounds. It was quite the day Rangers fans were looking for. A reaction They certainly got a bit of it They were 3-0 up And coasting at half time Had to settle for a 3-1 victory In the end against Kilmarnock Massive win for Motherwell Looking like they may well Be pushing towards safety um, But still a long way to go After a 2-0 win at Ross County Hibs comfortable at Livy Hearts beating St Johnston And what's going to happen at Tannadice In five minutes time Dundee United against Aberdeen The Jim Goodwin era gets underway A massive game for the Premiership's bottom team and then tomorrow it's off to Paisley at lunchtime St Mirren entertaining Celtic and whatever happens we look back on it all Monday night at 6 make sure you join us GBX up next